the Federal Reserve today is expected to begin hiking interest rates for the first time since the pandemic. They will start by hiking them a quarter percent. And what that ultimately means is that you'll pay more money on borrowing money, everything from a new mortgage to a new car loan to your credit cards. This is meant to slow things down, to slow down our spending in an effort to stabilize prices. All right, so the Fed has gone ahead and done that. Money just got more expensive. Let's explain this. Uh, Well, I'm not going to explain it. (laughs) Our next guest is Valley Economist, Elliot Pollack, CEO of Elliot D. Pollack & Company. All right, Elliot, uh, spoon feed this to us, please. What does this mean, uh, the Fed hike? What does it mean for the average, everyday Arizonan? Okay, it means two things. First, it means, as you said, anything they borrow will be more expensive. The major, the biggest thing is obviously if you're going to buy a house or you're going to refinance your house, you're going to pay more money and that will cost you more per month. Your credit card, yeah, it'll cost you a little more there. Car loans will cost more. And you hit the nail on the head. The idea is people will be paying more, so they're going to buy a little less. Uh, And the the second thing the Fed's going to do is continue this. They, they're going to, uh, the, their intent is to continue to raise rates. And that's what worried the market before with everything that's going on in the world, with the cost of oil and the cost of food going up so rapidly and the, the risk of, of war. They want, they, the, the, uh, um, business community was worried that the Fed would actually not do what they need to do. And that is tighten things up because inflation is out of control. People have a lot of money because of the money they got during the pandemic. Uh, there, there is a, a lot of liquidity in the system that has to be drained out. And uh, this takes time. And people were worried that the Fed would actually um, take everything that's gone on in the world as an excuse not to do what they need to do to fight inflation. They didn't do that. And the, the, they, they signaled that they're going to go ahead and raise rates and they'll raise rates until they see the the results they need which is hey things are slowing down and uh, people are buying a little less and with based on that we think inflation will start to decline hey elliot they looked uh, they said they may raise it as much as uh, six more times and again they're they're also doing something that you know raising rates like this at a time like this is we've never had too many things in our, our past where we've been so intertwined with the world where you've got supply chains now you got potential of a world war and all of these things did they maybe wait a little long to 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 do this well, how about we've never been in this situation? There you okay? go. Uh, and the answer is most people believe they did wait too long and they're way behind the curve and they've got a bunch of catching up to do. Because not only did they pour tons of liquidity into the into the system uh, uh, once COVID hit and the, the economy was closed down by government, but they basically pushed rates down to zero and kept them there for an extended period of time, even though consumers were awash with cash and business was awash with cash. And now they have to both drain liquidity and increase interest rates at the same time. And they have to do that without causing a major recession, but doing it enough so that they're fighting inflation. And does anybody know how to do this? No, not really. It's never been done before. This is all touchy-feely. Hmm. And you're, you hit the nail on the head. That this is not this is not out of the playbook. This is this is a new playbook. So the bottom line is 
that that the, the uh, business community and the stock market are going to be watching this very carefully to see that they continue to do things that would normally lower the rate of inflation. But if it gets too out of control, they, they, they're going to worry about a recession being too deep. So this is, as I said, this is not out of the typical playbook. They, they know what to do, but they don't know how much to apply at any one time. And world events just make it tougher. Supply chain issues, war issues, um, uh, the, the fact that the U.S. economy, uh, especially the, the uh, U.S. government now has uh, added about $5 trillion to the amount of debt they have, mm. and yet they're still spending like drunken sailors. Um, these things worry the marketplace because ultimately that will affect the U.S.'s ability to be the world's reserve currency, and that gives them a lot of, I won't go into detail, let's just say it gives them a lot of latitude in things they normally wouldn't have latitude with. we got about 30 seconds here. Uh, chances of recession this year, uh, because I think people are worried now that they may not get it right, is there is there a much better chance for a recession this year? Well, uh, virtually every uh, major um, forecaster has reduced their estimate of growth this year. About a third of them are saying there'll be a recession in the second half of this year. Some are saying there'll be a, re- a recession in the first half of next year. But most believe that if, if the, the Fed starts to see recession, they're going to ease up on things. The last thing they want in the current environment is a severe economic downturn. And I think they're going to do everything they can to avoid that. All right. Elliot Pollock, Valley Economist. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for uh, explaining all that. Appreciate it.